Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest founded Industrial Disposal Services in 2003 and broad range of recycling in 2008. And then he was recently elected president of the Construction and Demolition Recycling Association. And so please welcome Kevin Herb, president of the CDRA, which is the Construction Demolition Recycling Association. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. It's Broad Run Recycling. I'm sorry, Broad Run. I was just like looking at that thinking I had that wrong. Well, I thank you for correcting me on that. So Kevin, tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing there. I know that you guys are involved in, I think if I had this right, over 325 million tons of recoverable construction and demolition. Is that correct? Well, that's the association uh, is involved in that. But what we are is we're a single-stream recycling facility located just outside of Washington, D.C. We recycle uh, close to about uh, 650 tons per day. Uh, 254 days per year of a variety of construction waste. Uh, that is uh, wood, drywall, cardboard, aggregate, metal, uh, plastic, and um, I think that's everything. So that's basically what we do. Uh, we were the first uh, LEED uh, certified uh, facility uh, that's coming up on five years. Uh, very popular in the Washington, D.C. area due to the government and, uh, and going green. So uh, we're, doing, uh, we're doing quite well and pleased to be here. So tell us why, when you think about this, why and when you look at this, is it so important for having, you know, demolition and recycling? I mean, it just seems logical when you hear you talk about it. But why for the construction industry is it, is it so important in general? Well, you know, historically, if you look back, everybody knows everything about recycling paper and bottles and cans, and that's been around. That, that, that's matured. But one thing they really haven't looked at over, over the years has been construction waste. It's just uh, historically sent it to a landfill. Nobody really thought about it. But due to the latest uh, equipment that's been out there over the last 15, 10, 15 years, and, of course, the USGBC, United States Green Building Industry, has, uh, has uh, created, you can get three lead points for, recy- <clears throat> excuse me, for recycling your construction waste. So you've heard of green buildings. And so, again, Washington uh, has the most certified lead certified buildings. So it's, uh, it's points that you can get uh, towards that certification. So... Uh, most of what we do is in related to LEED and the USGBC. So here in the Washington area, uh, it's very popular. So getting when you talk about the USGBC, when you talk, and, and we've talked about this on the show before, the importance of getting those LEED points and how valuable that is. So, I mean, recycling, besides just what you think about it, wanting to be green, you're really getting some points that really is valuable. Uh, we are. We are. And then the big buzzword today is renewable. You've heard that. That's, that's here to stay. And uh, it is a renewable uh, source of energy. Uh, you've seen that from uh, David Steiner, uh, president of Waste Management, uh, 
claiming that the, the uh, energy value in all their landfills together is $42 billion per year. So it's, uh, there's a huge energy value there, too, in renewable. So when you look at all of this and you talk about it's renewable, there's the energy source, besides just literally doing it, is there technology that's helping through all this? Because that's what we talk a lot about here. Is the technology making it a little bit easier for construction companies to be able to make themselves have a greener footprint? Yeah, very much so. Uh, it's a series of equipment and screens and magnets, but it's also 32 people uh, that are, these are non-exportable jobs. You talk about creating jobs, green jobs. These are non-exportable. But uh, today, just like any industry, robotics is, uh, is coming in and coming in strong. Uh, there will be um, a, a couple of companies at the Con Expo demonstrating that, uh, that technology. It's out there for many industries, and uh, we all know what robots are and what they do. So that, that is cutting edge and the next thing uh, coming for our industry. Is that going to be a, is it something that makes the construction industry nervous when we say that? Because there's, there's the, it's a double-edged sword when we talk about robotics, you know, and they come in and, you know, we talk about drones and things like this, and, and we get excited about it. But yet it sometimes, I think, as, as contractors, we get nervous thinking robots are taking over what we manually have been able to do. Is, is there some concern about that? Uh, I don't think so. People are people, and you always have to have that personal touch. And a machine is a machine, and it's not. A, there, there are a lot of mistakes that it makes. You know, there's there's there, there's a transition. There's a, a trade-off there. And again, it's new. It's new. There's a lot of uh, you know a lot of hiccups that have to go into it, and not every application is correct. So I, I don't know. You know, robotics is all about repetition. Anytime you doing something over and over again. That's where robotics come in, comes in. So uh, it's new. Will it uh, put a significant debt in the labor? Don't know. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't see any fear uh, in regards to that. So are there some specific initiatives then that we're looking at? Because you're saying we, we've got some robotics, but are there other initiatives that we're looking at for construction and demolition and recycling that the industry should know about that, that maybe they want to participate in that would help them through this transition that we're talking about? Yeah, very much so. Uh, I'm currently actually going to Ireland here next week to again look at a washing system. You're actually taking dirt and, uh, and washing it and breaking it down into different, uh, different various components that are in dirt. It might look like dirt to you and me, but it's, once it's washed, it goes into different sizes of aggregates. Obviously, there's there's the aggregates in in dirt, and uh, and there's sand. There's a lot of sand that so it separates out the sand, and it and it also separates at the silt. And you you know there's a lot of silt in rivers. So so that's a new technology uh, that is uh, that's out there, been out there, but it's kind of new to the U.S. So I'm very excited. Uh, to see that company coming to the Con Expo uh, this year. So looking at that, those are some of the things that, by human touch, you know, when we get nervous, that an average human's not going to be able to do that. So we're looking at technologies and advances that we say that we as humans would never be able to, to do that. So we're, we're actually going to see some things 
at Con Expo, Con Ag, that we would not have been able to see before. And it's kind of really advancing. That's kind of pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, a human being can't uh, sit there and spray water and do what uh, what these screens do. Uh, yeah, very much so. It uh, takes uh, probably three to four people to operate the plant, and it can recycle upwards of 2,000 tons per hour of, of, uh, of dirt and aggregates and things. So it's, it's quite, a, quite impressive. So when you look at all of this technology and you see this coming year and, 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 and looking outward, you know, beyond the next 12, 24 months, how do you see the industry shaping up? But, I mean, besides what we're going to see at the Expo, which it sounds like we're going to see some pretty cool stuff, how do you see the industry shaping? Well, um, uh, very much so. Uh, you know, right now we recycle what we can, and the rest of it either goes ends up in a waste energy facility or a landfill. Well, the next technology that's out there, if you've heard of gasification, uh, we're going to be gasifying that waste product that is currently going into landfill and liquefying and turning it into jet fuel and diesel fuel. So you talk about renewable, uh, the United States Navy has a big initiative on right now to uh, be green in their jet fuel in, in 2000, uh, uh, 2020, I think it is, 22. But that, that technology is here. It works. Uh, it's been ongoing for 15 years. Uh, there's various projects going on. So that, that I see is the future. Landfills, as we knew them, you know, 10 years ago, are changing. Uh, you will always have landfills, no question. But you're having less and less material end up in landfills because recyclers, uh, such as our association, is finding a much higher use and value. Uh, for that uh, for that material, at the same time creating jobs, that's a good thing, which is uh, adds tax revenue. So all that's very positive and saves the environment. You know, a landfill produces methane gas. Uh, C and D recyclers don't produce methane gas, so uh, it's all good. So this is a way now construction companies are really have an opportunity to get involved and do things. We we talked there their lead points, we're talking about recycling, we're talking about really contributing to the environment in ways we never thought possible 100 years ago to what we're thinking about today and what the future is going to look like. Absolutely, absolutely. And at the same time, hitting all the buzzwords, save the environment, creating jobs, green, tax revenue, um, you know, all the buzzwords are there that we've been talking about. So it's a, it, it's a good thing, and it's sustainable, as you've heard that word over and over again, sustainability. You know, it doesn't, doesn't require the U.S. government, you know, cutting some tax rebate deal. Uh, we don't get any of that stuff. Well, at, least, at least I don't. We don't here. Maybe they do in different cities, but it's certainly not here. So it is sustainable. It doesn't require support by the, by the government. Well, Kevin, we're out of time, but thank you so much. We really enjoyed having you, and we look forward to seeing you at Con Expo Con Ag. Looking forward to it. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got so much more coming to you here, right here at Con Expo Con Ag Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. 
ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com 